0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Southeastern High School Athletics Podcast. On this week's episode, I'm combining episodes between West Kentucky slash West Tennessee and Georgia uh, coaches. On this week's episode, I have Coach Rich Finley from Bowden Red Devil Football, Coach Sean Thompson from Paducah Tillman Blue Tornado Football, Coach Mike Holland from Oglethorpe County Patriot Football. And Coach Keith Hodge from Dresden Lions Football. Um, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty of the playoffs. It's getting cold, so it's getting that time of year, guys. So, whatever state you're in, I hope you're enjoying some playoff high school football. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this show.
1: Stop recording. Button.
0: Hey, Coach, how's it going today? All right, it's going good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, first of all, congratulations on the round one win, a big win over Aquinas 42 to 14 Friday night. Well, thank you very much. It was an uh, awesome, awesome win, awesome environment.
2: Uh, our, our kids played really,
0: really well. Um. What do you think, uh, think about your team's performance overall Friday night? Well, we, uh, we were worried defensively stopping what they do.
2: I, we, we talked last week about how, well, they throw the football. They throw a lot of short stuff. Do a good job of throwing sideways. And it's just stuff that we hadn't seen. And I thought our defensive coaching staff get a, did a great job of just game planning. And I thought our kids went out there and played really hard. and and did a really good job slowing them down. I won't say we stopped them. They threw for 250 yards, but, you know, we kept them out of the end zone, which was the big thing. And then uh, offensively, we went out and did what we've been doing the last five or six weeks. I think we punted one time, and any time you punt once or less, you're you're having a really good night on offense.
0: That's definitely true. Um, Specifically on offense, you guys put up 42 points on the board. What was working well for you guys on offense?
2: Well, um, we ran the ball really well. Um, you know, our offensive line has played tremendous all year and, you know, we, we kind of led heavily on those guys. Um, Robert McNeil, he, uh, he had a good bunch, but, um, he hit his first two out of three passes. One was a 63 yard pass and, you know, that was enough to to get people to honor it and kind of get people out of the box to cover the pass. And, uh that just kind of helped open up that running game. And, you know, Jordan Beasley, Robert McNeil, and T.J. Harveston running the ball, that's a a pretty deadly trio right there. So um, just proud of our kids all the way around.
0: Sounds like a three-headed monster in that backfield.
2: Yes, sir, it is. You know, you've got speed, you've got the bruisers, you've got big backs, you've got quick backs. So we've got a little bit of everything.
0: Who would you say is that big back, the bruiser, and then who would you say are the little speed guys? Well, Beasley's the big back. Um, you know, he started the year
2: about 220 pounds, um, but he's he's played so much quarterback and linebacker for us. He's down to probably about 205 right now. Um, you know, TJ's right around 190 pounds, so he's kind of in the middle. And then Robert McNeil, you know, he's, he's about 160. Um, so you've got him who can put his foot in the ground and just beat you on pure speed. TJ can do a little bit of both. He's fast and big, and then, You know, Beasley's just hard to bring down one-on-one because he's such a thick kid, thick legs.
0: Who were your receivers that had a good game Friday night? Our our tight end, Asher
2: Christopher, we hit him on a 63-yard pass. Um, He got tackled somewhere inside the five. He did a good job. Cam Holloway, uh, you know, caught some balls for us. Like I said, we didn't throw it a whole lot, but, uh, you know, threw it just enough to to keep them honest.
0: Um, You mentioned your defense played well. Uh, only get, giving up so many yards, but only keeping out of the end zone, uh, pretty much. Uh, you only gave up 14 points on offense or on defense. What was working well for you guys on the defensive side of the football?
2: Well, we played a lot of man-to-man uh, defense in the secondary, and, and our guys covered well. Um, and then we had two safeties hanging out over the top, and uh, one was Robert McNeil. You know, playing both ways for us, and he 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 should have had two or three interceptions. He ended up with. a breakups he did a good job back there and our other safety is a freshman he's going to be a really good player his name's berkeley perkins he had 13 tackles on the night so when they did catch it he did a great job of not not letting them break any long ones um so just you know the effort in covering overall and our kids really trying to understand what we were doing on defense um helped them to play fast and play well
0: um who had
2: a big game for you guys over there well, Berkeley had 13 tackles, so he had a really good game. Our corner, Jermichael Jones, he had, uh, I think, seven tackles, so he played a really good game. And then we've got a sophomore linebacker. He's a sophomore, too, Jermichael. And we had a sophomore linebacker, I think, who ended up with nine tackles. His name was Mason Daniel. So he did did a good job tackling when they threw the underneath stuff.
0: I got you. Um, how are you guys? Injury wise, coming off Friday night's? and uh, going into this running this game.
2: We're good. I mean, we're, we're, we're as healthy as we can be. So
0: we're excited about that. Awesome. How has practice been this week leading up to this second round rematch with Manchester? It's
2: been really good. You know, surprisingly, you, you you know, the
0: practices we've had, you would think it's somebody we
2: haven't seen or, you know, haven't, but, but our kids know how good they are. Um, I think they were preseason ranked in the top 10 when we met the first time. And, uh, they've gotten better and they've seen film on them. So they know, you know, this is the game that, that allows you to practice on Thanksgiving. And, you know, that's a team goal we set back in January to be practicing in round three, getting ready for a game. So uh, they're excited. Practices have been really good. Um, does it help that you've already seen them this year, prepare for them? I think, I think the answer to that is probably yes and no. Um, as far as the preparation, I, I think it helps. Uh, but I think it helps them too because um, you've seen, you know, what they did to you, what they did well, you know, the things that you weren't expecting. It was game one, so you really didn't have a lot of film yet on, on their current team. Mm-hmm. You had last year's film. So the things that they did well to us, you know, obviously we're going to go back and correct, fix, and try to stop. Uh, but now they kind of know what we're going to do to them defensively, so they'll, they'll kind of scheme us on that. So, you know, you do have an advantage of knowing what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. Um, but but you don't know the unknowns of what they're going to do differently. So you know. So I, I think it helps us, but it helps them too. So I don't know that we gain anything by having played them already.
0: As a refresher for everybody, um, what do they run out of on offense, and what do they do well on offense?
2: They're a wing T team, so they they run the ball well. They have some very good running backs and. In, in, they're really big on their offensive line. We're big, but I thought when we played them that they were bigger than we were, one of the few lines that 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 is bigger than us so uh they run it well that that's what they want to do they They don't want to throw the football if they don't have to.
0: am i uh remembering correctly that they have a really big running back that they can put in there like a a big bruiser? No, they have a
2: huge tight end. he's probably okay. six four. 270 260 um, name's Justice Terry he's a he's a big time yep. you know recruited kid um, and he plays D line for him too so he's a two way player you know their backs aren't tiny but but they're not bruisers either they they they're just they're good sized skill kids
0: Terry's the kid I was thinking about um, yeah hey, Justice Terry yeah he's their that kid
2: <laughs> Yeah he's a good player he's a good player
0: Who else do they have on offense to watch out for
2: well, number four is, is probably their best back, but number three is a really good back. Number 27 is a really good back. Um, they have a guard who's really good, number 64, and then Justice Terry plays tight end,
0: and he does a good job blocking. So, you know,
2: overall their offensive personnel is not bad.
0: Um, looking over at their defensive side of the football, what, what do they run out of over there?
2: Well, I, I wish I could tell you, I, I would just call it they're, they're very multiple. Um, which makes them hard to prepare for. They kind of switch up what they're in um, as much as they can on, on the defensive side of the ball. They want to confuse our linemen so that they don't know who to block. Uh, so they may line up in, you know, on four four consecutive plays, their front may be in, you know, four different different fronts. So they, they kind of mix it up a lot. I got you. Um, who are their guys to watch out for over there? Really, it's the same cast and crew. Justice Terry is, is a really good defensive lineman for him. Number 64 is a really good defensive lineman. They have a 350-pound kid. Uh, he does some good things. Uh, Runbackers and DBs, which are a lot of their running backs, You know, those guys can line up and
0: run to the football.
2: So they're a very fast defense.
0: I got you. Um, what are some keys to victory for you guys to beat the other Blue Devils?
2: Well, from a defensive standpoint,
0: we have to be very, very physical. Um, Anytime
2: you play a team with speed and and you're not as fast, you better do things the right way. So we got to line up. We have to read our keys, our wing tee keys, play fast. And I've told our kids all week, you want to beat the wing tee, you have to destroy all the pullers. So we'll hit the pulling guards, uh, the tackles, and guys. uh, We'll be okay on that side of the football offense. You know, our, our offensive line, they have to have their eyes up to see where those guys are lined up. Um, we have to be able to see when they're blitzing so that we pick it up or we, we throw some hot routes off of it. So we just have to know what we've worked all week against what they do. And then the last one, the big key is, is when you play a team like this, you better win, you know, all three phases, which includes those special teams. We've got to win the special teams. We've got to make all our extra points. Um, you know, we've got to punt the ball down the – Feel if we have to punt, we have to cover kickoffs and not give up cheap touchdowns. Do those things, I feel good.
0: Awesome, awesome. Um, I'll let you get out of here. With some fun questions. Um, I know your wife's the basketball coach at Bowden. Have they started yet? They have not played a
2: game, but they have started practicing. They 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 started up a couple weeks ago. Um, my my seventh grader played his first basketball game last night. Bowden Middle. Little- rolling out about right now. How, how did that go for him? Uh did not go well. They got beat pretty good in the first game. But I, they probably played the best basketball school in, the, in their middle school league. So um, kind of was to be expected. And they hadn't had many practices. Our head middle school basketball coach is our um, receivers coach. And our head boys basketball coach is our offensive coordinator. So ah. <laughs> um, you know, we, still, we still got a lot of guys playing football. And I hope we're
0: playing for – for uh, three more weeks after Friday night. I, I do, too. Um, when's, the, when's Bowden's girls' first game?
2: Ooh, he's trying to put me on the spot and call me out in front of my wife on the air because uh, I really <laughs> don't know the answer to that question. Um, I know it's, our first game was postponed because we won last week. So I'm, I'm not sure when it is. Um, for some reason, November 22nd is ringing a bell. But I, I don't know. That's during the Thanksgiving breaks. I don't think we play until we come back from Thanksgiving. So, um, so probably somewhere around December 1st or 2nd.
0: I got you. Um, how's the rest of the family doing? Everybody's doing well.
2: Right right now, we're staying away from all these stomach bugs and flu and all that stuff going around. I hope we, we stay away from it. I heard that. I did knock on wood.
0: <laughs> I knocked as oh. soon as I said it. How are your Irish doing?
2: Doing good. They they've won about every game they've played here down the stretch. Um you know, they, they had had one that ended up being a tough one against Navy. It wasn't that way for three quarters, but uh I think they're seven and three overall at this point after the one and three start. So they're um,
0: still ranked in the top fifteen, I think.
2: Yeah, they're they're playing much better. They're getting back up there, so I'm I'm you know, this is the
0: first Good for, for Coach Freeman it's a it's a good first year. Um uh but okay. Thanksgiving questions. Thanksgiving's next Thursday. Um best side dish. You gotta have it. Uh
2: I gotta have stuffing with my with my turkey or ham. I gotta have
0: stuffing. All right. Um worst side dish. Uh
2: I, I cannot stand that red stuff, the cranberry sauce.
0: You I I can keep I agree. that
2: stuff away from from anything Thanksgiving with me. I don't put I'm it right on there anything. with
0: you. I'm right there with you. Um all right, best and worst desserts.
2: Ooh, best,
0: if I had to choose one, it'd be banana pudding. Um
2: so I'm a I'm a big banana pudding guy. Uh worst would probably be
0: uh, uh pecan pie. I got you. Um and final question on this, turkey or ham? Uh definitely turkey. Definitely turkey for this guy. Awesome. Awesome. Um well coach, it's fun as always. And um, I'm looking forward to talking to you after a big win over those blue devils from uh south of you.
2: All right, man. Well, I hope I hope we're talking again and I hope uh hope we've won it and we're gonna actually be practicing football next week. I hope so, too. Good luck this weekend, Coach. All right. Thank you. Thank right, you. Right. you bye, bye.
3: Zero.
0: Next Zero. up on the podcast, Coach Sean Thompson from Paducah-Tillman, Blue Tornado Football. Stop recording. Hey, Coach. How's it going today? Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. First of all, congratulations on a dominating uh, 56-22 to win on the road at Casey County Friday night. Uh, how do you feel like your team performed overall Friday night?
1: Uh, we played pretty good from the jump, um, especially offensively. Defense uh, defense played really well. It just took them a, a series or two to get going, just just strictly off um, figuring out how they were trying to run that quarterback. Once they figured it out, um, they shut them down um, as well. Um, the, the kids, really, the part I'm most part of, proud of it, is their ability to take that long trip and get off the bus and be ready to uh, perform at a high level. Um, did a good job traveling for us, so it's a big win for us. Uh, that was a good football team, great coaching staff, and we were able to come away with a big one.
0: And you said their quarterbacks pretty much the ninety percent of their offense, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Ah. um, looking at the offensive uh, perspective, you guys put up fifty six points on the board. Uh, mm-hmm. What was what was working for you guys?
1: Everything. Uh, we just felt like that we could really get out on the edge with them and get our athletes in space. We were much more athletic than they were as a team. Um, and once we were able to do that, we were able to hit some inside runs um, and just really get on them fast. You know, the defense did a good job turning them over and giving us more opportunities, and and we capitalized. Yeah.
0: Who had a big game for you guys on offense? Uh,
1: a bunch of people had about the same type of game. Jack it was pretty efficient, um, putting the ball out to his athletes. Um, Quintez, uh Moore ran the ball really well for us, as did Malachi and Jordan. Um, and uh, D.J. Wilson had a long um, touchdown out of the backfield. Um, we had multiple receivers score and, and have – um, <laughs> a lot of yards. I mean, it was just it was pretty even spread. The ball was spread out. Awesome. Jack did a good job of that.
0: Awesome. Um, now was it cold yet or already, or was it?
1: No, it it wasn't. Not really. Okay. Um It, it was uncomfortable, but it wasn't cold.
0: Because I know it got cold Saturday morning. I didn't know if yeah. it already hit Casey County.
1: No, it didn't. And I was actually surprised. Now it was wet, so um you had that aspect, but as far as the air, it wasn't it wasn't brutal.
0: I'm I'm assuming the wetness didn't affect uh Jack throwing the ball.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Um he he actually does really well throwing it in, in the rain, um, in the wetness. Um I mean there obviously there's a level of wetness to that affect any quarterback but Mm. um he actually does a good job with it so um
0: looking at your defensive side of the football you only gave up points what Mm -hmm. what uh how how was your defense so effective Friday night
1: uh they just got after that quarterback they didn't allow him to sit back there and make big plays um made him uncomfortable put closed closed in on him made made a, a really tight pocket um you know, didn't allow him to set his feet to throw. He threw a lot of passes, especially the interceptions, where, where his, his launching point where, was um, without a solid base. So uh, um, it was uh, – they were just good at really just getting to the quarterback. And in the end, once you do that, the the secondary has the opportunity to make plays, and they did that.
0: Um, You said you were getting to the quarterback. How many – do you have any sacks or anything?
1: Uh I don't know the exact number but yeah we did. Um but he's a tough kid. Big physical stature. It's hard to bring him down. Um he he walked by me when he arrived at the stadium and uh, he was a lot bigger than I thought he would be.
0: <laughs> Is there anybody like him like him in reason one?
1: Uh no. Henderson's quarterback was kind of dad maybe I mean, a little more athletic. I, mean, I, mean, I I don't know. Uh, Henderson Henderson will be the closest quarterback to him that we've played.
0: Um, your defense lot well, twenty two points. Like I said earlier, uh, yeah. who had to be game for you guys on defense?
1: Oh man, when it, when they all play well, it's hard to pick out individuals. You know, I definitely want to point out our secretary Um, the the turnovers we had, the 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 beauty of the turnovers were they were in the right place. Um, one of one of them. Um, Amari Williams interception, he runs the goal ball route for the receiver and turns around and finds a ball in his hands. Um, so, you know, when, when the guys are, are playing like that and, you know, good things are bound to happen and, and that, I mean, it was just a great team effort.
0: Awesome. Uh, how are you guys injury wise going into this game against Cal on Friday night? We're healthy. Awesome. And how's practice been this week? Uh, cold. I bet.
1: Cold, but the kids, you know, they're a lot more resilient than
0: I am. I'm getting
1: to that point where I, I'm realizing I'm an old man, and <laughs> and my bones are, are a little brittle.
0: I, I I feel you. I was I worked out I worked out outside this morning at four o'clock. Er, <laughs> this morning, I was freezing. My I had had two layers on. I had to have gloves. I was freezing this morning.
1: Oh man, two layers—that's—that's uh, that's that fall weather. You got to put about three or four on now.
0: Well, it was a hoodie, uh, a long sleeve, like Under Armour shirt, and then a thick one of those cold gear Under Armour shirts that are were yeah. warm. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those, and I was still my hands were freezing.
1: Yeah, there's um, no way.
0: How did how does your team prepare for the cold? Are they ready for it or?
1: Yeah, most definitely. We've been out in it. Um, that's the only way you can. Um you know, it's a mental thing for the most part. Um, We'll try to make sure that we have heaters available for them on Friday night to to allow them opportunity to be able to warm up throughout the game. And, and, and just really the adrenaline is what you hope carries them through because, I mean, there's going to be a mental aspect to um, overcoming the cold, as cold as it's going to be on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely hasn't been that cold um this week but um yesterday was really windy at practice um so i i in my head as long as it's not windy on friday compare yesterday to what it might feel like for them this week and you know we've been out there a little bit after hours um, after the sun goes down just to make sure that we felt um what it feels like when the sun goes down as well so um i think they're up for the challenge and i don't really see the cold really getting to them too much it's, We've had it's, guys out there with short sleeves on, no no sleeves, <laughs>
0: rocking on their legs.
1: They're they're tough.
0: It sounds like it. Um, it's it's not supposed to snow or anything, rain or anything, is it? It's just supposed man. To be cold.
1: I, that's, I hope.
0: <laughs> I think there's like a
1: less than ten percent chance of rain, but that's it.
0: Because uh, I reason I ask is because I heard there was snow in Murray on yeah. Saturday morning.
1: Yeah there was a lot, a lot more than they predicted, and that's oh, the really? part that's why I laugh because oh. the, the weather in Kentucky you can't ever predict what it's gonna do.
0: It's the weather in the south, it's bipolar. <laughs> it could be sunny and sixty five in the morning and thirty and snowing at evening, so yeah. um looking ahead to Cal, you guys beat those guys thirty forty to thirty four last year in the playoffs?
1: Something
0: like
1: that, pretty cool. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, something like that. Um, what what do they do well on offense, and what 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 will they show you guys?
1: Um, I th- I think the biggest thing, obviously, is their running back is really good. He's tough. Uh, he's a downhill runner. Um, they do a good job opening up holes for him. But um, what I feel like is the best part of their game is their play action and their quarterback's decision making. Um, his ability to uh, play with his back to the defense and then turn around and make smart decisions and and, and usually big plays on second and third down where he keeps the sticks moving um, very much. So I think that's the strength of their offense. Um, but, you know, they're a well-coached football team. So back out of those guys.
0: What what will they run out of mostly?
1: Um, they they do a lot of
0: stuff, but they're awesome. as well. I got you. Who are their guys to watch out for on offense? Uh,
3: The quarterback.
1: quarterback. Um, Man, his name slips me. Oh, man, I don't know why. Hodge. The Hodge kid quarterback. um, And then the running back's last name is Copenhaver. He's pretty tough. Um, And then they got a couple receivers that are really good. Um, But we'll see. We'll see.
0: Um, looking at their defensive side of the football, what do they run over there?
1: Um, they run a, uh, I call it a fifty front. Um It's a five man front, but you know, obviously we spread, so we'll we'll see a three two box a little bit. Um, depending on what their coverages are on top, they like to have two high safeties, but they also take that two-high safety down to ensure that their box is solid as well. So I think we'll see multiple sets. But it would be more centered out of a three-man front this year as opposed to last year it was a four-man front.
0: I got you. Um, Who are their players to watch out for over there?
1: Um, Copenhaver, um, again. um, They have a a nose that his last name is – I can't remember his last name. He's number 52. He's tough. Um, you know, he's a handful. He fires off the ball, plays well with his hands, and has a motor. Uh, really, they all do. Um, the whole defense line is pretty good. Uh, Big 87 is tough. Um, their, their DPs are disciplined. Um and this is a well-coached football team, like I said, about the offense. They're a well-coached football team. They do what they're coached to do. So you have to figure out ways to make them make mistakes um, and capitalize on those mistakes. And, you know, that's a tough task, but I, I feel like our kids are up for it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, what are some keys to victory for you guys over Cal Friday night? <laughs> uh,
1: we definitely can't turn the ball over. Um, watching, you know, every team that's been able to come out and compete with them early – um, has it's ended up getting out of hand because of turnovers um, whether it's turnovers they create or turnovers that you give up um, they capitalize and make you pay for them so we definitely can't turn over turn the ball over um, and i feel like we have to keep their offense off the field our, our offense has to be efficient and we have to make sure that we can move the sticks um, pick up the tough yards not always look for the big play Not i always hit the home run but sometimes you know get the four yards I got
0: you. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got some fun questions for you. Then I'll let you get out of here. We're getting close. to Thanksgiving. What yeah. is that one side dish you gotta have at Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, man, there's a bunch of. Them. I would say something with sweet potato.
0: Oh, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, I like it with the. I don't the casserole, sweet potato casserole with the oh, buttermilk yeah. on it and pecans and all that stuff
0: oh yeah that's that that's a good that's a good one what's one you could live without what's one what's the worst side dish
1: i'm gonna keep it real i'm i i like the side dish i could live without the turkey i like turkey but that's at all of it if i had to get something up i can give up the turkey (laughs) definitely the ham i ain't messing with ham i'm a turkey guy but
0: I was gonna, my, my next question is turkey or ham?
1: Yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, the side dishes are
0: it for me. So,
1: and <laughs> desserts.
0: What's the best dessert?
1: Oh, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all Here of them. Um, how's
0: uh how the middle school uh, state championship go this weekend? Uh
1: we uh, we lost both games. It was. Seventh grade played a, a, a tough one. Um, they lost by a touchdown mm. um, at the end of the game. And um, the eighth grade ran into a bus. Uh, Lawrence County was a really good football team. Mm. Really, really good football team.
0: How'd your son play?
1: Um, He played okay. Um, he played tough. Um, they did a good job taking taking him out of the game, not, allow, not allowing him to uh, – do the things that he does well. They they kept him in the pocket and didn't allow him to get out in space and and make the plays he's made all season. So, um, they had a good game plan for him.
0: Awesome. Well, it, there's next year because I'm sure always
1: factor. always.
0: Um, how's the rest of the family doing?
1: They're doing well, other than this cold.
0: Oh yeah, I bet I,
1: I might be the toughest one in my family, and I, and when it comes to cold, <laughs> it's not working. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm trying to get used to it. Uh, I believe <laughs> um how are your nose doing?
1: Good. You got Florida Florida State coming up real soon.
0: It's yeah. next Friday, right? Yeah. Have they always played on Friday?
1: No, not always, but it's always you know, that Thanksgiving yeah. weekend in there.
0: I knew it was always that weekend. I didn't know if it was always that Friday.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the one. No matter how Good or bad, either one of them is. You're playing uh, to win the state.
0: I don't know. Florida State's looked good to me at points this year, and yeah. then they don't. Yeah, but Florida's looked awful, and then the last two games they've looked fantastic. So I, I don't know. I don't know how to. I can't predict. I can't predict a game for you. I, I don't. I don't know. Oh, it'd be alright. We're gonna go ahead and give them
1: um, the business. They have to take a hell when they see us.
0: Did you? speaking of that did you ever hear the ref that said uh they called a penalty and he called 69 because he, he was giving him the business
1: <laughs> no I haven't heard that
0: it was I, I don't know where I don't know where it was what game it was but I, I heard it on a video somewhere that oh, yeah. that's that's what the ref called a penalty yes <laughs> that's I,
1: good I, stuff I thought
0: that was hilarious <laughs> Well, well coach it's been fun as always and I look forward yes, to talking sir. to you next week after a big win over Cal
1: yes sir i appreciate you
0: yeah have a good one. Me too. Zero, zero one next up on the podcast coach mike holland from oglethorpe county patriot football zero, zero seven. Stop recording. hey coach how's it going today good how are you pretty good pretty good um we'll get a quick recap of him and then we'll get into some more fun or interesting topics uh you guys are coming off of a tough round one loss to St. Francis, who's a really good football program. Uh, how do you feel like your team performed
3: against a tough opponent like that? Well, we uh, – yeah, they're they're definitely a tough opponent. Um, they're – you know, when I – that region, that whole region, I think is better than I initially gave them credit for. Um, you know, when I would watch their the games that they played and, and things like that uh, against Pisgah and um, – um, Whitfield and, and all that. I, you know, I thought we would be able to compete with them. Um, but really, you know, their team speed was, um, you know, it, it, the film didn't do it justice. I thought they played very, very fast. Um, they had kids who, who did a really good job of, you know, getting to the perimeter and, um, and outrunning our guys angles and things like that. Even, even the kids that we have, they're, they're really fast kids. I mean, some of those guys, um, you know we couldn't we couldn't catch them. So, I mean, you know the score was sixty nine to seven. So, there was there weren't a you know a whole lot of good things that we that we did. We did have one drive that we were able to put together later in the game, um, but it got away from us pretty quick early on. Uh, I think it was like thirty five to nothing in the first quarter. So, um, that's that's discouraging. What what was encouraging was that, you know, our kids, I, our seniors. Um, they kept playing together. They kept playing hard. They didn't get down on each other and things like that. So, and that's something that in the Monticello game that that we didn't do a great job of. We uh, we started pointing fingers a little bit in the Monticello game, and then we had a um, a big meeting and about being a team and all that. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, a few good things, but uh, the night was definitely St. Francis's. Um,
0: who did score the touchdown for you guys?
3: Uh, Jake Turner yep um
0: you mentioned your seniors who are those seniors and what kind of roles did they have for you this
3: year uh it's it, well we were pretty senior heavy uh, a lot of contributors were seniors you know our quarterback will Sampson dual threat guy I've talked about him a bunch but we're definitely going to miss him definitely a leader on offense um, and then we have kB bonds um, probably one of our best overall players plays on both sides of the ball for us starts at guard and starts at Uh, defensive tackle Uh, Jalen Richardson defensive end and um, H back tight end uh, big contributor for us this year Nate Irwin and Brady Allgood, two wide receivers that are very dependable Uh, really you know just solid high school football players they'll be missed for sure Michael Swain is um, probably you know one of the kids I'm most proud of and I've told him this too but as far as, you know, last year he had some attitude issues because he wasn't playing very much and things like that. But this year he's done a real 180 and and been a real leader on the football team. Um, we're very, very proud of him. Um, we Jaden Upton, um, offensive lineman. Uh, he's uh, That joker 6'7", uh, 300 pounds. Yeah, but the, he only started playing when he was a junior. So he doesn't have a whole lot of – a Lot of tape out there, he but he's improved tremendously. Um, let's see who am I missing. Um, I'm just kind of go through. Oh, Cooper Maddox, uh, a linebacker, a uh, great utility guy. Um, play some uh, different spots on offense for us, play some wide receiver, play some H-back. Um, you know, one of those kids, a great program kid, just a real, you know, a yes, sir, no, sir, do anything, what's best for the team type of kid um golly i'm sure i'm forgetting some i know i off the top of my head but um let me pull out my roster here oh tanner nation defensive end um solid solid player um you know he'll he'll uh, our whole uh, three out of the four up front were uh were defensively were seniors uh so our defensive front look a little bit different next year for sure
0: um who are these seniors, in your mind – I'm stealing a question from my podcast that I listen to. Um, no, you're good. Uh, who, who are some of these seniors that aren't getting the looks they deserve from colleges or should have a better offer?
3: Um, well, I think KB and Jalen. Uh, those, are, those are two guys that stand out in my mind as far as, you know, they could definitely play. Uh, and they have they do have some interest, some NAIA, some D three interest, and things like that. So they're definitely going to have the opportunity to play at the next level. Um, I think they're I think they're both, um, you know, probably at least D two kids. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where it will, I'm going to go to some, um, uh, you know, like recruiting fairs and, and things like that, and try to try to push them a little bit more. And you mm-hmm. know, part of that is. You know, hopefully that as we continue to grow as a program and uh, and hopefully we can be more and more successful, we'll get a lot of these guys on, on more of a radar. Now, some of our guys, you know, um, Nate Irwin, uh, I I think he uh, – last time I talked to him, he he still wanted to play. But he's going to be – you know, some of our kids are really, really high academic, so they may want to go play. They may want to – like our, our quarterback, he wants to go to school at Georgia. You know, he's not a uh, – I think he could – walk on and, and and help them out in, in some capacity but um, I don't know if they want to play um, at that you know they can they want to go to a big school uh, like that I'm not sure if they want to uh, continue playing football in that regard but I know Jalen and I know uh, KB definitely want to
0: awesome awesome
3: um,
0: looking uh, looking at your your strides from last year to this year, how do you feel like your program has made strides forward this year?
3: Um, well, I think getting, you know, learning how to win and learning how to compete, um, and, and doing what you're supposed to do. Like, well, you know, I mean, every coach will tell you there's, there's some games that you're, um, you know, you're just, uh, more talented than another team. Uh, and then those games it's, you know, you, you do what you're supposed to do. And, um, and you know, you don't let those kind of teams hang around and, and make a game out of it and stuff like that. And, and we were able to do that uh, a few times and um, and in the the Green county game, which was a good hard fought game, we had to come from behind pretty much all game. The only time we you know had the lead was in the fourth quarter and that when it counted, you know, at the very end. So um, that was a that was a really good program win for us to show, you know the kids the kids that got to believe, that they can be competitive with people um, and be in those games before you can win them. So uh, that was a good one. Um, you know, the, um, the East Jackson game, you know, green County was the two in their region, a good football team, East Jackson, uh, they, they ended up in one of the playoffs in their, in their division. So that was a good win uh, for us. And um, I mean, they're all good. I'm just saying like, those are the ones that, that kind of, that kind of stand out that you had to fight your way through and, And find a way to come out on top so I think it's we're I I don't think we necessarily win I know we don't win the Green County game last year and we probably don't win the East Jackson game last year we just found a way to win it um this year we had three kicked three field goals in that game and it ended up being the difference um in the game so it's it's uh it's headed in the right direction and I think the kids are, are starting to see that too and starting to see what it takes uh to win you know you can't just show up on Fridays and and expect to beat good teams. That's for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, looking at uh, looking at your depth chart, or, or how, what do you what are your plans for the off season? We'll go ahead and get that.
3: Um, we'll start our four on one stuff in January. Um, I've been a couple of different places where they'll do like morning workouts and stuff uh, starting in January. But ninety percent of our kids have weight training, uh, you know, during the day with our offensive coordinator and strength and conditioning coordinator, Coach Hughes. So. Um, you know, we don't, I'm not going to lift them twice a day, but we will do four on one starting in January. And, you know, uh, we're kind of a small place. So uh, we share a ton of athletes and I'm, and I encourage that. And I want all those kids to go and play basketball and run track and all that kind of stuff. So as far as whole group stuff, it's hard to get a whole lot of them back until after tracks over to do, um, to do anything with them. But the, the, the kids who aren't playing, um, other sports that they're expected to to start the four-on-one stuff in January when we come back from Christmas break
0: now what exactly is four-on-one
3: so basically you'll have um your like your position coach Mm -hmm. um you know like for the wide receivers for example you know you'll have uh four wide receivers out there and you'll have the wide receiver coach and he'll put you through some footwork drills and uh, some and, you know he may talk scheme. It may be like a chalk talk session or something like that. But it's just uh, and it's not everybody every day. Uh, you just try to get um, try to hit the position groups um, at least once a week and and get a little extra work uh, so you keep them involved. Keep them um, you know a lot of it is is you know increasing football IQ and uh, that kind of stuff and and hope hopefully overall athleticism footwork. Uh, speed agility uh that kind of stuff
0: i got you looking at the depth chart as it stands now who would be your main starters coming up next year to replace these seniors that
3: you're losing well at quarterback uh we have a a junior uh his name's uh jaden wallace he's um he's not the run threat that will is but uh he is his arm's probably better and um if he takes control uh, of the offense, he's he's definitely a better pure passer um, than Will. Um, so I, I'm hoping that he'll he'll embrace that role and, and step right in and, and do that. Um, you know, we have a, a couple of of young kids that were um, hoping to to step up and and fill key roles uh, at linebacker. Um, Caleb Hall um, ended up finding his way on onto. Uh, uh, in, in a starting role when our Mike linebacker got hurt this year. So uh, our Mike linebacker will probably be – I mean, he'll be back next year, but Caleb will definitely uh, fill a role uh, somewhere. The experience he's got throughout this year has been uh, invaluable for him. Um, so, it's you know, it's just different once you turn on those Friday night lights. It's a lot different than, than Thursdays and, and all that. So that, yeah. that was a steep learning curve for him. Um, but we have um, a couple guys coming back on the O-line. Marion Miller, a tackle. Brock Barrett was a freshman, uh, center. Um, So, uh, so he'll you know he he grew a lot this year. He's going to be a really good player for us. Reed Coley uh, is a guard. He's uh, he's only a sophomore, so he'll be back starting in those spots and then uh, starting at guard again. So, but uh, definitely got some some big shoes to fill. That's for sure. Both of our running backs are back, so. So that helps definitely.
0: Um, looking at your bracket, um, who do you, who do you see when, uh, making it to the the championship in your bracket in single a division,
3: uh, one. Well, you know, I definitely think that Prince Avenue, um, is the team to beat. Um, I'm I was just looking at the, the bracket a little bit earlier. It's funny that you say that. Um, but you know, on this, on, you know, on our side, I think definitely, uh, you know, Prince Avenue, I mean, we'll – and they'll, they'll have, a, they have a big game this week against Elbert, you know, and then they'll play the winner of Dublin and Metter, which that, that'll that probably be a good game. I think yeah. um, in the semis, you know, it'll be uh, – I think St. Francis uh, can can keep winning. You know, I, I know Lamar County and, and Bleckley County are, are on that side too, so that'll be interesting to see who comes out of that. Um, and then, you know, I think Irwin County um, is on the other side. Is uh, yeah,
0: they've got Heard County this weekend.
3: That's true. Yeah, that's right. They do, don't they? Yep. So that'll probably be a good one.
0: Now, is Bowden in their Division One? Correct.
3: Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um
0: okay. I get I, the way they've changed it up. I've got I get confused.
3: I know. Yeah.
0: Um, I know Lamar County's always going to be dominant. I know. Yeah. County County's going to be right there with everybody and I know St. Francis and Prince Avenue are going to be right there
3: yeah Bowden's division two I just pulled it up
0: okay they've got Manchester this weekend I know that much I'll talk to their coach later this week um so you've got St. Francis making it Prince Avenue getting there close
3: yeah, yeah. Well, uh Saint Francis, I think I think they can I haven't seen Tryon play. They played Tryon this week, but uh, I was really impressed with Saint Francis. Uh especially with them, you know, I think they only have like five or six seniors. I mean they're Oh wow. Yeah, if they have everybody back, they'll be loaded next year. Tryon's a pretty good team out
0: of this northwest Georgia region up here. Um, they were the two seed out of that region, but they yeah. were in Arlington, and Darlington's pretty studly.
3: Yeah, Darlington's good. Yeah, Darlington's good really good.
0: They uh they put the whooping on Seth Christian. Yep. <laughs> um, I'll get to some fun questions and get off the football, and then I'll let you get out of here. All right. So what is the side dish you can't go without at Thanksgiving?
3: Ooh, okay. Good one, good one. Uh, I love dressing. I love dressing. I could probably eat my weight in dressing. So put some gravy on it, and, uh, and we'll roll.
0: There we go. What is the worst side dish?
3: Uh. Ooh, it might be a hot take, but I don't like cranberry sauce. I don't at all. either. I don't either. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Like you know, people love it, but I just don't. I don't like it at all.
0: Awesome. Um, turkey or ham?
3: Turkey, definitely.
0: Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, all right. How's the family? How's everybody going this weekend? Not
3: everybody's good. Yeah. This. Uh, well, it's my my oldest son's been. Um, been sick the past couple of days, but my wife was sick some last week. She missed a couple of days of work, but uh-huh. so we're kind of fighting through that. But everything's good.
0: Are they glad football's over with? They get you
3: get you back for a while. Yeah, my my young my nine year old, he's like, "Where? What are you doing home?" I was like, "Well, football's over." So <laughs> so he was like, he was really happy that football's over because he's uh he goes to school in uh, Hall County. My wife teaches in Hall County, so. Um, you know, oh, wow. We live in Browseton and I, I bring um, the two older kids with me, and they go to the middle school here, and uh, she takes him with her. She, uh, he goes to elementary school where she works. So uh, I really don't get to see him very much. I get to see the older two a, a good bit more. Will they
0: come to Oglethorpe after middle school, or will they stay up there?
3: Yeah, well, he uh, – yeah. The, my oldest two are already at the middle school. My young, But we're looking to – trying to get moved out here. Uh, we're going to try to look to get her a job. Uh, a little bit closer so that um you know the drive's not so far for either one of us um and uh try to get her on a little bit Uh, ideally i'd like to get her on out here Uh, that is a drive yeah yeah that's not very fun no i bet bet not especially 29 traffic on 29 yeah yeah i live real close to 85 so i come up 85 and get on 129 uh most times and then sometimes you know I got to give that call. Well, is backed up. You know, I'm going to be a little bit late. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, coach, I've
0: enjoyed it as all of the season. I'm kind of sad it's over, but will be there's going to be next year and I'm looking forward to next year and uh catching up with you in the spring and see how spring ball goes.
3: For sure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you. I've, I've enjoyed it this year. You have a good one. Me too. All right, bye. See ya. Next up on the podcast, coach Keith Hodge from Dresden Lions Football. Stop recording. going tonight. Hey man, pretty good, pretty good. Well, this one's always fun, but uh, you guys are coming off of a uh, season-ending, forty-two uh, to seventeen loss to Fayetteville the, in the uh, third round or the second round of the playoffs. Uh, I'm not not gonna talk about stuck. that much. How do you feel like your team did overall?
4: Well, you know, it, it, it's a game where honestly the score didn't really show how. How we played and how tight the game was for a long time, and you know we, we got tired and and, and it kind of got away for, from us there, you know, midway through the third, and uh, you know we battled, you know we we you know we started the game out with a with a seventeen play drive and kicked a field goal, we're up three nothing, and you know and then we uh, let them get one first down, they punt to us, and we got the ball on their thirty five you know, we got a great opportunity right there to go up six, nothing, 10, nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, we fumbled. So they took advantage of that, took it down and scored, made it seven to three. And then uh that was the end of the first quarter. The second quarter starts, we have the ball and it's uh fourth and one on, in our own territory. And, you know, our entire sideline was saying go for it. So, you know, and, and maybe it was the play call, you know, and maybe I, I, I just I should have went around the edge and, and uh, instead of going up, you know kind of up BC gap there, and they stuffed us. so you know it's a it's an aggressive thing to do right there in a big game, but we're on the road, and uh, you know we're playing the number one team in the state, and you know why why not? you know in, in the in the in the scheme of things, you know, if the kids want to go for it, then um, you know I'm gonna back them up and uh, and see what happens. And we just didn't get it. and uh, they end up scoring, making it fourteen to three. And you're looking at the halftime score there, and um, so we, uh, they come back out and uh, score again, going up, I think it ended up being 22 to 3, and uh, we ended up scoring, so it was 24-10, and then it was back to them, so it kind of went back and forth, and it just, it just got to where we just, we, we tired out, you know, our offense since on the field, as long as it should have, and uh, we, we put too much pressure on our defense that way, and they're you know, it was a good football team, obviously.
0: I think uh we just mentioned you haven't kicked a field goal much this year in the first <laughs> first scores of field goal.
4: Yeah, first uh two games in a row where we're out there kicking field. There's two games in a row in playoff games we're kicking field goals and um you know, and like you said, that's that's I think that's three attempts for me in, in three years and uh you know, and then maybe that's something that I should look a little bit more into because you know, we actually attempted a field goal late in the game again and missed it. Um, but, um, you know, sometimes those, those plays are big, and who knows that first field goal how big that could have been for us if, you know, if we'd uh, not got tired and, and, uh, and just kept our offense on the field a little longer. And, and it's not – I think anybody would get tired. I don't think it's a, a thing where you're late in the year and why you get tired. It would just boil down to, you know, we uh, – our offense just couldn't sustain drives long enough. To keep our defense off, to keep keep them fresh, you know, and and that's something they did, you know. They they were able to move the ball here and there, and and uh, you know, granted though, our, you know, again, our score didn't show it, but man, our defense played fantastic, you know, a ton of drives, you know. Nobody's made a punt punt as many times as we did. They had to punt a bunch, and um, you know, so you know, we 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 played well considering a lot of things, you know, a lot of the injuries and and things that we had going on, and they didn't have a single kid out, you know, so, you know, th- those things like that can hurt you in single-A ball, you know, you want to be healthy that time of year, and, uh, but again, it goes back to what we've said a million times, kids got to step up and play, and when those guys aren't out there, and uh, and, I, and I thought the guys did good, I thought the guys that stepped up, you know, and they, they played hard, there's, it's never an effort thing with us, you know, I think we got a strong culture with that, that the expectation is, no matter what, we're going to come after you and play hard, and um and i'm hoping that continues because that's a big deal for us
0: um who had a big deal for you guys offensively and defensively
4: oh wow uh you know nobody i feel like just had just a stellar game i thought nick turnbow um he's one of our wide receivers and return guys he had a really big game you know we targeted him a lot on offense and he had some big catches and uh, had a big return for a touchdown and something he's done all year. And, um, you know, he, he quietly had, you know, a very good junior season. You know, he's, he starts at wide receiver for us and he's been a big return guy for us. And you know, I was looking the other day and just, it just hit me though. Know, the kid had a thousand all purpose yards and, you know, and, and that's hard to do just playing receiver and, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And single A ball and, and returning kicks. You know, that's, uh, You know, he had over 500 yards in in special teams. I mean, that's, you know, I've been coaching a while, and I don't think I've seen that before. So, you know, him stepping up and being a weapon in any way that he can is big. And uh, we preach attacking the ball on special teams, and and I'm proud of how he did that for us this year.
0: Um, Who had a good game for you guys on defense?
4: Uh, you know, I, I, again, I thought our D-line played well, you know, especially early, you know, we were able to get in the backfield, Fayetteville struggled, um, you know, just sustaining good run, their run game, you know, they they, their run game got better as the game went on, we got a little tired and, um, they did start, you know, playing a little bit better up front against us and, you know, that's something, that's something that's been good to us, you know, the entire year was our box play and, um, you know, we had a couple hiccups here and there throughout the year where, you know, our box play wasn't what it was supposed to be and. Um, I felt like one of those games was my fault and the other one we, we kind of got pushed around and that shouldn't happen to us And um, but the other night we, we put the fight to them I felt like and put them in a lot of throwing situations and that's what you want to do um, we, were, we were able to do that and uh, you know I thought some other guys stepped up and had some good games you know Reese Bell at corner had a, had a big interception for us and again it put us in a big field position and we didn't come away with anything from it you know and, and you have to in those big games you got to capitalize on on other people's turnover you know we made them turn it over three times um you know and that's big in those games we turned it over once and you know it's something that you know looking back on the season man you know last year we were plus two in the turnover in the turnover margin and uh and this year i have to look back at it but you know we were um let me look back at that because i think that's something that you know, as a team, you know, this year we were plus 14, you know, wow. so that's huge. You know, that's a lot. Um, you know, that, that, that's, that's a big deal for, for us. And, um, you know, that that's something that I think, you know, in the end gave us great field position It made us average more points per game and uh, allowed us to, uh, have the field position things huge, you know, and I'm kind of big on that. And some people overlook that. Some people don't think it's a big deal. I kind of do. And, um, I, I like field position because, again, even if you don't convert, you still make the other team drive the field. And uh, But anyway, you know, so, uh, you know, I thought our kicker had a really good game that night. Mark Maddox did really well. Um, he had a couple touchbacks, and, um, you know, we, we covered pretty well, except for a punt. I bet they did block us in the back. And, you know, he punted pretty good throughout the whole year. You know, he had a huge year, huge year. Um, you know, he's probably an all-region kicker, you know, and that and that's big also. So, um, oh, man, what was even the question? Because uh, <laughs> I've kind of evaded your question. I kind of went the other I, way. I think you covered it.
0: Um, looking at the brackets, um, who does Fayetteville, do you know who Fayetteville matches up this Friday? McKenzie. Ooh, I go yeah, one, one, one
4: versus two. Yeah, one versus two. Um, you got 12-0 and 0 versus 12-0, and 0 and. You know, uh, you know, just thinking about the game, you know, we've talked about it all week long, all the coaches have and everything. And uh it, it's just both defenses are, are extremely good. They play hard. They you know, they, they pride themselves in stopping the run. Um, you know, so I think it's gonna boil down to who who makes some big pass plays. Uh, you know, both are capable of doing that obviously. Um, so I, I think it's gonna be a really good game. I, I think that uh you know, I, it's one of those games that's probably going to boil down to, uh, you know, Fayetteville had 18 penalties against us. Wow. And that's hard. You're going to be hard, you know, even in most cases, I think that's hard to beat us in that situation. But if you have 18 against a McKenzie team that's really healthy right now and playing good football, you're, you're going to struggle, you know, and, and that's going to that's gonna be a huge thing. Um, I feel like going into this game is, you know, can Fayetteville limit the the penalties and um, and who's going to turn the ball over, you know, and uh, so I, it's just going to be a heck of a ball game and, and I want to go badly. I just don't know if I can sit in 20 degrees. That's, <laughs> that, that doesn't uh, fit my makeup. Um, you know, as far as who I am, I, I'm not about that life and um, I'd rather have warm weather and, you know, and everything. And when you're coaching, it's a little different being out there in it, but when you just got to sit there in the stands and, and just freeze, ah man, that's tough. Even though it's going to be a great ball game, it's just I don't know if I can. That's a, that's a hard pill to swallow right
0: there. I, I don't blame you there. Um, does Mace? Are they still in it? Did they?
4: They are. They play Trenton Peabody, um, and I've seen some film on Mace. They are tough, big, fast, just like Fayetteville and McKenzie. I mean, those three teams are are really really good football teams. You know, I just feel like. 1A and West Tennessee is very, very tough. And, you know, we got a lot of good teams over here that that played some good football this year. And, uh, and you still got those three undefeated teams that are still battling and you know it's going to be, and Trent Peabody's a heck of a football team too. I mean, they're really good. So, uh, you know, you got, you know, and Moore County was really good this year. So I, I really think there's five or six teams that any given night, you know, uh, could represent the West easily. And, uh, those three that are 12 and zero, are a really tough, good football team.
0: The reason I ask about Mace is because that's who West Carroll. Around.
4: Yeah. And, and he hasn't, I haven't seen that film and he just said that they're, you know, that they're athletic and, but they're also, he said they are a lot more physical than what he had anticipa- anticipated. And, um and you get that sometimes, you know, you get the, you know, on film, you just can't get a feel for how a team is until you see them live. And, um, you know, it's just different. And uh, when he saw him live, he said he felt way different about him, and kind <laughs> of how it goes sometimes. Um, let's talk about
0: seniors and how they played for you or what they played for you this year and uh, yeah. what you're going to be missing from them.
4: Yeah. yeah, you know, we we had 13 seniors and um, Tatum Oliver and Raymond Johnson, Jaden Dolight, D'Angelo Lambert, Jalen Mitchell, Jason Ritz. Um, Mark Maddox, who was our kicker, and Mace um, Wilson, and Cason Pittman, Eli Patterson, McConnell Forrester, um, Hunter Hamilton, uh, Brock Ellis. So we had 13 total. Uh, hopefully, I didn't forget one there. Looking at this, um, that all had their own way of contributing. Obviously, a lot of these guys are four-year players, which I think I think is awesome um, and it's something that is uh, real important to success of a program Uh, you know, they're all great kids, you know, that's the main thing. They made things fun. And, uh, and I think it goes back to, and there's even been some parents and others that highlighted this about these, this group is just very unselfish, uh, very uh, team oriented, very loyal kids that, you know, I appreciate that so much. I think that's huge. And something that's lost in today's culture is just loyalty and, you know, and these kids are a little bit different. You know, they, uh, you know, they aggravate the crap out of each other and get on each other. But in the end, I think they got each other's back and, you know, and it showed. And, and they never were like, hey, I want the ball or, hey, I want this. Or there's just not a lot of I, you know, not a lot of I this or I that. And it's more about, hey, what can we do to win? What, what do we got to change to win this week? What was the best plan for us to win? You know, th- those type of things and you know that's number one that's contagious on a football team mm-hmm. but number two it shows that as they move forward they can uh understand the value of family and things that you have to be unselfish you know you have to you know that's the one thing in life that i think is probably the hardest thing to do is not be selfish you know we want a lot of our me time we want a lot of uh, what can i get for myself what can i do for myself and um, that's, we're just not made to be that way, and we shouldn't be that way, and, and, I, and I'm proud of these kids for, for being a little bit, what I, I think they were a little different, um, and, uh, you know, they're gonna be missed, you know, a lot of those guys are starters, Tatum's a, a four-year starter for us, and, you know, I think he even started some on, on defense as a freshman, I'm not 100% sure, but he played a lot, and, uh, he's been a four-year starter quarterback, and, you know, that's always hard to replace, obviously, you know, you, you know, you, everybody thinks about the quarterback in football, and, you know, but he, he, he was also that guy in the middle of the defense, too, that got everybody lined up and communicated and saw everything. And, um, you know, he just – he had to become that vocal guy early on in high school. And, he you know, he took it and ran with it. And, you know, I expect him to probably play on Saturday somewhere. Uh, he's got a few offers here and there. And he's probably going to get some more, hopefully. And that way he can make a, a good decision on what he wants to do and pursue. But, you know, every state <laughs> – yeah, they're, they're just uh, and we push that, but you know, they they haven't really bid on that yet, and you know, I don't know, you just, you just never know, and and the transfer porter transfer portal, I said that transfer portal has really played a big part in a lot of these schools and what they feel like they, can, they can't do for for upcoming seniors and or rising seniors, whatever right, you want to call it, and that are about to graduate, you know, it's just it, it's you limit yourself on what you can offer when you got a transfer portal of, portal of guys that can come over that are 21 years old or, or whatever, and you, know, you maybe come start them right from the start. So it, it's just the culture of college football has changed to a win now situation. And mm-hmm. uh, it, makes it, harder, it makes it harder on these seniors. You know, it really does. And, you know, and, uh, but if they truly want to play and they want to battle through that, they can. And, you know, it's a, it's a commitment, it's a lifestyle. And, you know, it's just a choice they got to make, but, uh, going back to these seniors, um, you know there, there are several guys that obviously started all last year for me, my first year back, and um, they started again this year, and, and just but like I said, the main thing was was how they all contributed in their own way, special teams, practice, um, stepping up in the playoffs, and having to start because a, a guy ahead of you is is sick or out or hurt or injured, whatever it might be, and the, and these guys stepped up to that and. Uh, you know, again, and, and their attitudes every day at practice, and, and being there, and being there through summer workouts, and you know, like I said, it, it's uh, it's leading in a, in, a, in a in a in a in their own way. You know, a lot of them are not local, uh, vocal guys. You know, they don't really just yell and scream or nothing like that. They're just they just try to find their own ways to lead, and and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you need to be who you are and stay true to that, and, and these guys did that, and. You know I'm proud of them, and you know they've they won a lot of football games and led us into these big games like against Fayetteville the past two years. That has a, you know that's all you can ask for is to allow to get to these big games and play and and if you don't win obviously it, you know it's a bad feeling, but you got to win them all in order to, to win that last one in order to uh, have that great feeling and you know it's it's really hard to do.
0: Um, getting back to the unselfish part, I've noticed that from you guys at Dresden and then Coach Morris over at West Carroll, and then when you guys were at Murray, that's something that I've noticed about both y'all. All, y'all person, is it's it's not about I, it's about us.
4: Yeah, and, and it, it, like I said today, it is hard, you know, because you've got uh, if you, if you truly think about it, you got media and everybody that wants to push individual players and, and really shine on an individual player and their stats and what they do and, um, how they compare to the other people. I mean, i give you a prime example. When you, when you watch NFL and you think about the NFL, like right now it would most of the time, you know, especially guys that have been around for a long time, it's never going to be like a uh, Tampa Bay versus green Bay or, or, you know, or, um, you know what I'm saying, like those, it's going to be Rogers versus Brady.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
4: the Tannehill right now. It's Tannehill versus Rogers or, or actually when they were talking about it earlier, it was Derrick Henry versus Rogers. Who's going to have the better game.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
4: and to me, I, I don't, I don't understand that, you know, I because Derrick Henry is, he's, he's, he's obviously a freak. He's obviously a great football player. And I like the way he plays, but I also think he's a better teammate than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, that right there, that that put on these guys, and and that that being out there just really takes away from the guys that work just as hard as those two do, and becoming a team and wanting to win as a team. Even though I feel like the Titans play that way, I feel like they play as the a team actually really well. Um, you know, Green Bay's a little different, I'd say, but I also think that maybe it's not Roger's fault that it is that way. They put all that on him constantly, and. You know, he probably gets tired of that. But one, we're going back to just being unselfish. That's a great thing about high school ball. Is you know, yeah, we talk about these individual kids, and we and we, you know, we want to praise them and make them stand out, obviously, for their their accomplishments. But at the end of the day, if you're not winning, and you're not winning as a team, then a lot of that stuff is just kind of noise. Mm-hmm. You know, so I and, and so I just it's it's important to understand that unless you have and you could probably get away with it in high school if you did have a derrick henry but you know we don't have that and i'm perfectly fine with that because that allows our kids to be closer and not have to be in the shadow of, of an individual uh that's why we just constantly talk about what we can do as a unit how can we do it together how can we accomplish that um and uh, you know that's what it boils down to and that's important and I wish it was more like that at all levels, but it's not, and that's just kind of you know. I guess that's kind of the, the world we live in right now.
0: Uh, I, I I like to say that I've noticed that a lot. In programs like I, even on social media, you, your your players, and, you know, the way they are on social media. It just, I just I like that from your programs.
4: Yeah, yeah, and and these kids, a lot of them get it, and and deep down, we're all selfish human beings, and we all want. You know the praise. You know we all want someone to say something good about us, or whatever. You know, but 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 I think when you when you're constantly driving that that you know that that idea of hey, we're, we're nothing without being together, and we can't accomplish it by just being by being selfish and not understanding. And and I think they get it. I really do. Um, now you're going to have a few that don't, and you're going to have a few. Um, that go in their homes and hear that, and you've got to battle that, and um, you just hope that you can kind of block that out enough where you know that they can still understand how important it is to be a teammate first. And uh, I think a lot of our guys get that, and and I hope that stays that way because that's important.
0: Um, moving forward, what does the rest of the when what does the rest of off season look like? What are you, you going to start off season workouts or
4: so? So what we'll do is right after Thanksgiving break, you know, we gave them this week off. You know, we just finished Friday night. Friday night. So, you know, I told them, hey, you know, let's take the next two weeks off because Thanksgiving breaks next week and, and everything. So it just it's a good time to have that break. So with the guys right now are just going out playing seven on seven and stuff on the game field, you know, playing there and goofing off. And I think it's good. You know, I think it's good. And, and they get out there with each other and compete. And uh, they do that. You know, all of them's out there in the cold weather just competing, doing something. Uh, and then after Thanksgiving, we will come in and do our maxes and, and get, get us in the weight room and uh, we'll start our winter workouts. You know, we don't, we don't have like an indoor facility to do a lot of running and conditioning and things like that. So we'll hit the weights really hard and work on our flexibility, work on getting more mass. We got to get bigger. Um, that's one thing that I think has hurt us is our overall size. Um, it's not our heart or nothing like that. We play hard, but, you know, maybe something that we can control is putting on a little bit of good muscle weight, and um, so we gotta get them to buy into that. And uh, then once it warms up just a little, we'll combine that with with training outside, and um, you know, and just get us ready for for spring ball, which is, ah, uh, you know, this is gonna be the unpopular opinion, but it's almost a waste of time. You know, we got guys that are in, that going basketball to baseball, and then all of a sudden we hit spring ball, then we hit summer. So sometimes spring is just not um it's just it, you know it we only get so much out of it's what i'm saying
3: mm-hmm. uh,
4: and i think the guys are they like getting out there in spring ball because it's a break in things and uh putting the pads on and hitting a little bit but you know again you know we we don't have the full team so it's hard to get that true get them all out there let's work on this let's let's install you know because you're going to start over in the summer so it's just one of those things and and i'm perfectly fine with it, it doesn't you know, probably in the past that would have bothered me, but right now it don't bother me at all. You know, these kids, will, we'll get them in the summer and work their tails off and, and install and, and get everything together. And, um, you know, so it, it ends up working out fine. Awesome.
0: Um, let's see. Um, I got some fun questions for you, then I'll let you get out of here. Um, Thanksgiving questions. Uh, best side dish
4: side oh man that's a good one um you know she can't say dressing because i guess that would be more of the main that and turkey obviously you kind of look at those as the main dish i guess you could say um let's see man i you know i really like thanksgiving i really do <laughs> um hmm uh you know when we, when we do fried okra i really like that uh but that's that's a little bit more a little bit more rare of course you can't beat desserts um <laughs> oh I, I, you know i kind of like our uh, sweet potato casserole it's got um some stuff on top a lot of sugar mixed in it and and pecans on top that are crushed up and the family that you know my wife's got some family members that make it every year and it is unreal oh, uh, nice. i'm not a sweet potato guy but this right here it's different. Mm-hmm. Of course, obviously when you add sugar to anything, it's gonna, you know, add a little bit to it. So oh, that's yeah. really good. But I I like all the stuff, man. I like the green beans, I like the mashed potatoes. I grew up on that stuff, so that, that stuff's uh you know, I really like it all and um you know, then, then the good old stuff, the desserts.
0: Awesome. What's the worst side dish?
4: Cranberry sauce. That stuff is absolutely
0: that's really the popular opinion between the coaches I mm-hmm. talked to you this week
4: nasty, complete nothing good about it. It's, it's, it's nasty Jello with, with a bitter taste. So I, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't understand the, if I could, you know, why, why, why would you eat something bitter that just doesn't even match anything else on the plate? It's just odd. It's a odd. There's people that love it, you know, and, and they do. And, um, I don't think any of my, my family cares anything about it, but it just, uh, to me, it's random, completely random. Um, <laughs> course deviled eggs are good which is kind of random too if you think about it but they're really good and man cranberry sauce is, i don't know it's, and you might love it i just think so. i i don't,
0: I don't. <laughs> it's just nasty i don't know i'm not a deviled egg fan either that's just because i'm weird
4: i think it's an acquired taste that's one of those things you know it's one of those things
0: that's it's an acquired you love it or
4: hate it you know it's just it's just one of those things
0: um turkey or ham Oh man,
4: ham all day long. If I you know, there <sighs> roasted turkey that's done right is, is okay. Mm-hmm. But man, I love country ham. My my mother in law will take it and bake it in the oven and uh it is unbelievable. So I, I love I love ham, no doubt about it.
0: Um you like I turkey, prefer- I'm I I'll eat the ham. Uh Especially if my, uh, my mother-in-law, she'll, uh, cook it with, uh, pineapples. And
4: yeah. Heck yeah.
0: T- potatoes on it.
4: Yes. Dang it so good.
0: Those potatoes, the, the, the juice off. Oh man. Yeah. That's awesome.
4: So you, so you do like turkey?
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, I like both of them, but I prefer turkey, but I like, I'm it's pretty close.
4: I, I guess with turkey, the main thing is I don't like it if it's too dried out. Right, I mean, it tastes really awkward or just a weird... But if it's, you know, if it's got some moisture, it's good. But if it's dried out, mm, can't take it. I, I,
0: um, best dessert?
4: Uh, so I might be a little different than most people, but mine's pecan pie. And always has been, as long as the pecans are, are good and crushed. I don't like big pecans. Uh, oh. But just pecan pie with a big, thick filling. Um, and then we also uh, make a Heath Bar cake that's really good um you know I, like i'm a i'm a kind of dessert kind of guy but <laughs> i always like pecan pie I just i just so look forward to it this time of year and um and uh, my mom makes a really good one and uh so yeah my, what's yours
0: um i go back and forth it's one of when it's just whatever i'm craving it's either pecan pie uh banana pudding yep or oh, wow. anything to do with uh my uh, my, well, I my in-laws they make a cherry yum yum. It's like a graham cracker crust, like a pie thing, and then it's like cherries and whipped cream, cool whip mix kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: I love anything that are cherry, so that that works perfectly.
4: I'm a I'm a cherry drink kind of guy. I love anything with cherry drink. Oh yeah. Let's see. Here's one. Do you like pumpkin pie? Um, I can't okay. do it. I just can't do it. It just, it's weird to me.
0: My wife and I, we, okay, so can you tell the difference in sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie? Yes. Okay, yeah. What's the difference in your, what can you tell the difference?
4: Just, I felt, and it might be because of the way it was made and I've tried it. I've given up on it. That's probably what it boils down to. I've just given up on it. But pumpkin pie to me is real, is a, uh, going back to the dry thing. It's not, I don't know. It's just, it's just a lot drier to me. Now, the 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 uh, sweet potato casserole that they have is a lot more moisture, a lot more in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: They add to it to make it that way. So, you know, I could tell where sweet potatoes would kind of be, it depends on how mushy they, mush they are, but to me, pumpkin pie, it might be because I haven't had it the right way. It might be what it is because we don't have anybody that really makes it. So the, the what I've tried is like store-bought or whatever, and it just, I don't know, it's just like a dry kind of, Weird tang to it. I don't know.
0: Sweet potato pie is a thing with her, my wife's family. Um, but I've never. I go back and forth. If it's there, I'll eat it.
4: But you don't care. You you'd rather have other things. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry, I get that.
0: How's the how's the family with basketball now?
4: Uh, so we started Wednesday night, um, and of course, like I told you, I'm I'm coaching my son's team. Uh, we've got, f- I think 2 two, two five year olds and four six year olds, um, and it's interesting. Let's just say that uh, it's
0: like players. Well, do what now? So that's only six players.
4: Yeah. Well, well, they only play three on the. They only play three on the court at a time. Oh, okay. Um, so that it's perfect. Actually, I can swap those three in and out. And let them play. Uh, the same amount of minutes, you know, all of them will play the same amount. I'm not out there to try to go 15-0 and 0 or nothing like that. I'm just going to let these kids play and have fun. Uh, but, um, you know, two, you can tell, has never dribbled a ball in their life. Uh, other The other six-year-olds are a little more advanced than the five-year-olds, which I knew was probably coming. Um, but it, it's it's hard because their attention span, you know, that somebody, somebody if, if something happens on the other side of the court the other night, that's exactly where their eyes went. And, uh, it's hard, you know, that, that's, um, you, you got to patience. I can tell already I've only done an hour of it, uh, but, um, I tried to try to keep them moving. That was the main thing. We moved from drill to drill, just moving, moving, moving. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it'll be interesting. Let's let's just say that. And, um, just teaching them how to dribble, you know, that's the main thing is main things I don't, you know, after what I watched last year, you know, ball skills, you know, how can we improve their handout coordination of ball skills just to help them to understand the game a little better? Uh, because last year the kids would just take off running like it was a football. <laughs> and they throw it. At, they might throw it at the goal. They might throw it at the wall. They might throw it to their parents. Um, you know, so it, it's just, just trying to teach them a little. It's very little, but a little <laughs> bit about the game, but more about their ball skills and – understanding how what you do with the with the basketball you know it's not like you, you can't run an offense or nothing like that it's just it's us just understand how what the basketball is for first mm-hmm. I'll do with that thing and uh so <laughs> it, interesting you know and um uh it'll, it'll be it'll be fun you know it'll be fun and, and I felt like my son had fun with it and um we'll see you know we'll, we'll just see so it's one thing to the next and and my daughter had practice Monday night and she enjoyed it. She got a couple of friends on the team. And, um, of course, they, they know the game and understand it a little bit better. And, because um, she's with 10 and 11 year olds. And so she's played for four years now. So she gets it. Uh, but um, we won't start playing until December. So we've got a little bit of time to try to get some practices in and, and uh, do the best we can. Then we'll start our the chaotic games and
0: stuff. <laughs> uh, but,
4: it's fine. You know, it's fun.
0: Well, as as long as they're having fun and learning something, you know.
4: That's the main thing. Keeping them active, keeping them moving, you know, and um, you know, one kid was crying almost the whole time and you know, I, I couldn't figure out why and he wouldn't talk to me, so I'm just, you know, I'm just like, Okay, man, we'll we'll make it work, you know, we'll we'll do the best we can here and uh and I think he was just not confident what we were doing and um you know and i get that he's never played he's only five and and like i said these kids are starting out so young oh yeah play till i was in middle school and uh, we didn't have a youth league and you know and i didn't play football until i was in middle school you know so it's just different you know it's different because you're when you're growing up when i was growing up you had an opportunity to watch the game more and try to play a little backyard and try to learn with your friends and now it's so competitive you're having to do it um you're having to learn it a lot faster, and uh, so I, I don't know if it's
0: good or bad. I, I don't know. Oh, um, i meant to ask you this question last week, but um, um, I know the West Tennessee Middle School All Star Game was last week or the week before. Yeah, did you guys, have any guys go over there?
4: Uh, which one was it?
0: The West Tennessee Middle School. Middle School. Uh, we ended up with I think we had four on it. We
4: did. We had four on it. Nice. Um, so that's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, and uh, we have a cut. we have three that made the the high school West Tennessee All-Star game uh, that they'll play in that in December. Oh,
0: nice. When When is that?
4: Oh, man. I think it's December the 9th or 10th. Okay. Yeah, December 9th or 10th is when that All-Star game will be. And uh, so we'll have three guys on that, um, Tatum – Tatum Oliver, Raymond Johnson, one of our slot receivers, and DBs, and then our kicker, Mark Maddox. They all three made it. Um, You know, Mark had a heck of a year. You know, he was, what was he? He was 66 of 69 on extra points. Um, So that's, you know, that's a freaking great percentage. Mm. Um, That is, you know. I can't do that kind of math in my head. 96. He was 96% on extra points. And then, of course, he kicked two field goals, and he was also our punter. You know, he almost punted forty-yard average, which is great. You know, it's yeah. that's one of those things in high school that we have been blessed to have the past two years, and now we are scrambling because our we don't really have backups, mm-hmm. and we're we're going to be that's going to be a different beast for us going into twenty three is special teams. You know, I felt like our special teams was really strong this year, um, honestly probably week in and week out we had one of the better special teams and now it's by, I hope it don't flip on us because I, I you know, it, that'll bother me, but we're going to have to find, be smart and find some ways to do things special teams wise. And, cause we're not, we're not going to have, we're going to have to work hard. That's what I'm saying. We're going to have to work a lot harder mm-hmm. and we work hard on it. Now we're going to have to up that to the next, <laughs> the next level. Uh, so it doesn't get
0: exposed. Yeah. I completely understand. Um, where is that All Star Game? Uh, that one will be
4: held at uh, USJ, which is a uh, it's a private high school in Jackson, Tennessee.
0: Okay, gotcha. Um, but that's a that's an awesome honor for those guys because they. Oh yeah, it will be fun.
4: A lot of fun. They you know, get to play play against some of the better kids in West Tennessee. All schools represented. So uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be good for them awesome
0: well coach it's come to an end I'm, I'm sad it's over but i'm looking forward to next spring and checking in with you guys and see what's going on next next year uh, hope you guys have a great holiday season and uh look forward to next year
4: you too man i appreciate it thank you for for covering us and hey believe it or not there's a lot of people that's been listening and and uh talking to me about it and uh, some people I didn't know would listen to it. They came up to me and said, Hey, you know, I listened to the podcast that night and I was like, Oh, that's awesome. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't know. And, um, you know, I, I never know who's listening to what, but you know, <laughs> I think it's, you know, as you get into this, you know, I think just more and more people start want, looking forward to it and listening to it and, and understanding what's going on and, you know, what's going on in my brain sometimes and wondering what the heck I'm thinking. And, uh, you know, I think it's a good thing. You know, I think it's great. And I think it's great that somebody from the outside, not really outside, but outside or even our state is, is covering us and, and talking about these kids. So it's great, and I know I've told you that, but, you know, we appreciate it, and, uh, and
0: I'm looking forward to it. And We'll
4: we'll hit the ground running again late spring or whenever you want to talk, and uh, we'll talk some more. Well,
0: like I said, I've enjoyed talking to you all um, since you were at Murray. I mean, we built that relationship. All three of us built that relationship over there, and I've enjoyed it ever since.
4: Yep, I like it. Keep Keep it rolling.
0: I awesome. enjoy it. I'll talk to you in the spring, Coach. Have a good one. All right, man. All right, you too. Thank you, man.